0: What's going on, guys? It's Mohammed, the host of the Aware Alpha podcast. And I'm coming at you guys today with episode 90. Yes, 90 episodes of Aware Alpha is out there. And it's been two years. I'm so grateful for everyone that listens to the podcast. Uh, individuals that are actually taking so much away from the podcast and. Just, you know, all the feedback that I've got from On social media, Instagram, Facebook um, Just that individuals are actually getting so much value From the things that I have shared myself And the guests that have come onto the show It's just truly a blessing And I'm just grateful that I started this podcast um, In 2020 To actually, you know, just share The things that I was going through And the things that I learned through my journey And I'm just super grateful for starting this podcast. And today, episode 90 year, and there's actually no guest on the show today. Uh, It's going to just be me uh, talking. I have some topics that I wanna discuss and just bring as much value as I can to the listener. And at the same time, just you know, really express my gratitude for you listening to this podcast and taking the time out of your day. And I really hope that you are learning things i hope you're implementing some of these ideas that we share here and you you know take it in your day-to-day life and actually make something happen out of it so today like i said it's just me i have some topics that i want to discuss and i just want to talk about it i want to share my experiences and i want to share what i learned and i share what and how and where and just you know so Number one, the first topic I wanna to talk about is childhood trauma. So, of course, you know, who am I? One of the first things that always comes to my mind is when I do talk about any type of trauma, is the first thing that comes to my mind is, who am I to talk about trauma? You know, like I'm no psychologist, doctor, physician, or nothing. You no, know, I'm not an academic at all. I barely made it out of high school. So, why am I talking about childhood trauma? And if you follow my, uh, my Instagram pages and social media, I've been talking about trauma a lot these last couple of years. So, first of all, it's because for myself, I decided to heal my own childhood traumas, you know, starting, you know, three, four years ago. And through this journey, I have just learned so much. I have become so much better at dealing with life and its challenges. Uh, business and its challenges, relationships and the relationship challenges that comes with a relationship. Um, So today one of the first topics that I want to talk on this episode with you guys is childhood trauma and what is childhood trauma? So personal experience and personal opinion here I believe childhood trauma is pretty much anything and everything that happened between you know ages 0 to 8 and 9 when you are you know from 0 to 8 years old and 9 years old whatever that happened to you could have been traumatic and how you dealt with that how you processed that experience caused the trauma that ends up affecting you into your adult life and shaping you into who you are so for example if you are you know you had parents that you know beat you up a lot and they weren't emotionally there for you and they called you names all the time and then guess what in those years you actually those experiences caused trauma you know and how you experienced the way your parents were treating you caused trauma which shaped you into who you are today So if you're 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years old, whatever, whoa, I can barely say that. Whatever happened to you between zero to nine years old, 10 years old, and of course you can, you know, like you could have trauma happen to you in your teens and 15, 20, 30, 40, like trauma can happen anytime really. But we're talking about childhood trauma here. And for me, after leaving my 10 day silent meditation retreat in 2019, That was the beginning of me discovering that I had a lot of trauma. That was the beginning of me realizing why I was so frozen emotionally, all my teens and my 20s. Why I never was in a successful relationship. Why I was just um, the person that I was. You know, I started to realize that I had a lot of childhood trauma. And I started to really look into it. I start to realize that, start to remember more. I start to cry more. I start to process emotions more. And, you know, I start to seek therapy and I start to do a lot of work. And I start to do, and I'm gonna share some of this work with you guys as well, what type of work and everything that I did. So yeah, like for me, You know, I'm having a moment here because it feels like I haven't talked about this for a while. Pretty much, that's what childhood trauma is, first of all, okay? That is childhood trauma is whatever you experience between zero to eight, when you're early eight years. And those experiences shaped you into who you are. And a lot of times, you know, like I always say, we all have some type of trauma. Unless you were raised in a family, you know, with a mom and dad that were always there for you and they loved you and they catered to every emotion and all that stuff. And I always say, like, there's everybody's dealing with some type of trauma. There's no way. It's rare, very, very, very rare to have grown up just perfectly. Like, everybody has some challenges and their parents had challenges. And so, first of all, that's what childhood trauma is and why you should care. That's, you know, kind of the next Um, What I want to discuss is like Why you should care about your childhood trauma Like why you should look into it Why you should discover it If you're 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 55, 60, 70, 75 Why you should care About understanding childhood trauma And remembering and looking back at your life When you were a child And how that affected you and all those Why you should care Because if you don't heal your childhood traumas Guess what Your intimate relationships will expose them your intimate relationships will bring those traumas back. For example, you know, I'm sure a lot of you could, you know, agree with this. You ever felt like you were acting like a child or your partner was acting a, in like a child in an intimate relationship that you were. They were very emotional. They cried and they were controlling and they yelled and they screamed. It's like an adult that's acting like a child. Guess what? That's that that is somebody that's dealing with some type of childhood trauma and they are treating the relationship how they were treated and how they were treating their parents when they were children, okay? So, just remember guys, our primary relationship, our first relationship coming into this world is with our parents. And how that relationship plays out ends up influencing you and influencing any other relationship that you end up having in the future. So if you had a relationship where mom and dad weren't there for you, they didn't emotionally cater to your needs, guess what? You're going to end up having same scenarios play into your intimate relationships where you'll attract partners that don't cater to your needs. And then you react to those experiences. So why you should care about childhood trauma, why you should care about your your childhood and your traumas, because if you don't heal these traumas, you will not be as happy, as joyful, as peaceful, as compassionate, as kind into your adult life. You will not be able to experience pleasure, love, kindness, intimacy at a deep level if you're dealing and if you're operating from a state of trauma. So that's why you should care. And what I want to share also is that how do you heal childhood trauma, right? Like what, how does that, does that look like, you know, like how do you heal childhood trauma? I would say the way from my personal experience, once again, if you're listening to this, if you are dealing with any type of depression, anxiety, PTSD, if you feel like you need help, remember I'm only sharing personal experiences. Please seek out a physician, therapist, somebody, a professional to help you. I'm sharing personal experiences with myself and individuals that I've worked with about how I went about healing my own childhood trauma. And a lot of you listening to this podcast, you know, like I grew up in Afghanistan. I was born in Iran. I had, you know, I experienced war and um, like just, I went through a lot of things as a small child that I wouldn't want to to happen to anybody else at such a young age. And so how do you heal childhood trauma? You know, that's a great question, I think, to get into this topic right now as we're talking about it. And how do you heal childhood trauma? From my experience, you start to listen to your emotions. You start to listen to your body. You start to pay attention to how you react in situations, especially in your intimate relationships. And if you're single, in your friendships, you start to pay attention. And as you start to pay attention, you will start to see patterns on how you react to certain things, how you deal with certain things, and that's the beginning of looking into what you're working with, what type of trauma you're dealing with. A couple exercises that I would suggest that if you're looking into healing your traumas, a couple exercises that I would look into is, and these are work, everything that I'm sharing here is practical because I did this already. I put time into this, I practiced these things that I'm sharing with you guys. There's nothing here that I'm sharing out of like just an idea. Just keeping that in mind, please. So I have done shadow work for over a year or so. I've done ego work for a whole year. I have done inner child work for over two years, and I'm still doing it, okay? So some of the work and some of the exercises and some of the things that I would suggest for you to start healing your childhood traumas would be is to start shadow work. Look into it. To start ego work, Okay? And I'll tell you guys a little about shadow work. First of all, what's shadow work? Shadow work is you start to look into your insecurities, into the things that you push to the side, okay? Things that you don't pay attention to, things that you don't acknowledge. A lot of times we put the good stuff in the front and we pay attention to the good stuff. But the dark stuff, our insecurities and our, just the things that we don't want to deal with, we push those to the side, which that is the shadow side. And what I would suggest is to start shadow work because shadow work is starting to, it's the beginning of exposing your insecurities, the things that bother you, the things that you're not proud of, the things that you don't like about yourself. And start to journal on that stuff. Shadow work is literally looking on the shadow part of yourself. You know, looking at all those parts of yourself that you have pushed off to the side. And... It's interesting. It is very interesting when you start to do this work. First, you start to look at all these and then you learn to love yourself, all parts of yourself. Even these parts that you're not proud of, even these parts that you don't acknowledge, even these parts that you just are not happy with, that you don't like, these parts are still a part of you. So shadow work, that was just a small explanation you can Google all this stuff online, read about it, start to do the work, and start to heal your childhood traumas. Second thing, ego work. That's another great way to start your healing your childhood traumas. Start ego work. What is ego work? So a lot of us, if you know, once you become aware and you start to do this work, you start to realize that there is, there is your ego, there is your authentic self, and there's the inner child, and there's a whole bunch of sub-personalities that are kind of operating and controlling your decision making processes on a daily basis. And one of the best things that I ever did for myself was ego work because I start to see my ego for where how, con- how much it controls my life. And one of the first processes of doing ego work is to name your ego. And I actually named my ego Hunter. No reason why their its name is Hunter like there's nothing to do with it because it's a, like it's literally just that's the name that came to me when I was doing this work. So, Hunter, I'm always, you know, watching and observing and analyzing myself, my decisions, how I act and react to certain situations, and I always watch how Hunter tries to control certain situations and try to take over certain situations, try to try to just be the boss. And I've realized that through this ego work that hunter doesn't have to be in charge anymore because my authentic self is in charge. I operate from my authentic self. And it's interesting, this last year or so, since, I've started, since I started to do the ego work, my whole life has changed. My whole decision-making process has changed. I have so much more love, compassion, kindness deep within me, not only for myself, but everyone around me in the world that I live in. And yeah, so ego work, that's another one I would suggest you start to heal your childhood traumas. Um, A couple other things that could you could start that would be the process of healing your childhood trauma is learning to love yourself. Number two, inner child work, okay? So learning to love yourself, what does that even mean? It exactly means what you hear here love yourself. Learn to love yourself. Learn to love yourself for all that you are. Learn to think about ways that you can love yourself. A lot of us abandoned ourselves a long time ago. A long time ago, we abandoned ourselves because our mom and dad abandoned us. Not that they meant to, not that they were savage and they didn't care, but they just couldn't cater to all your needs because they were also dealing with their own traumas. They learn how to raise a child watching their own parents raise them. And a lot of them, they didn't, you know, get all their needs met. So, the beginning of healing childhood trauma is that you start to learn to love yourself. That is what healing is. Healing is learning to love yourself. Learning to love yourself for all that you are. Even the parts that you have pushed off to the side. And lastly, inner child work. Man, oh man, I could talk about inner child work forever. Inner child work has done wonders for me. Inner child work as just, you know, meeting my inner child. And just to give you a brief description of what the inner child is, the inner child is a part of your brain that was shaped between zero to seven, zero to eight. Those early years, whatever that happened to you, they're all, it's like in a part of your brain. And when you start to do inner child work, you start to pay attention to this part of the brain. You start to remember things. You start to remember how you were as a kid, how you were treated, who you felt the closest to, who you loved the most, who did you trust the most, Did your parents abandoned you. Was your dad there for you? Was your, da- was your dad a masculine role in your life, a positive role in your life? Was your mom a good role in your life? Was she there for you? Was she emotionally hard on you? Inner child work really, truly brings all this stuff to the surface. And once again, it just leads back to learning to love yourself and learning to love your inner child and learning to just, yeah, learning to be there for yourself. So that was one of the first topics that I wanted to talk about. I could like talk about this forever, but I have a couple of things that I want to talk about and I don't want to make this like a three hour podcast. Um... So, childhood trauma, that was the first thing, guys. Uh, number two, a topic that I want to talk about on this episode today is uh, sexual energy. You know, for me, being a man in this world, discovering the power of my sexual energy. And the first time I heard about this concept was when I was reading Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And in chapter 13, there's a chapter called The Mysteries of Sex Transmutation. That was like one of the beginning times that I got exposed to sexual energy and what it is and all those. And of course, these days, if you are following me, you know that I have a program out there called the Zen Guide to Freedom from Porn. I work with men helping them get over pornography. And I have, you know, I talk a lot about sexual energy. I have talked a lot about it in different workshops and different seminars. Um, Some industry, some people, uh, would consider me a sexual energy expert. Um, I feel like I'm still a student. Um, so, sexual energy, what is it? Sexual energy is that feeling when you're horny. That's what it is. You know that feeling when you're super horny and you are like you have cravings and you want to have sex or you want to watch porn or you want to just get off or ejaculate. And if you're a woman listening to this, like you want to play with yourself and all those things, that is sexual energy running through your body. Okay. That's it. That is sexual energy. And why you should care about sexual energy is because sexual energy is one of the highest stimulating energies within our body. And if you can tap into your sexual energy and learn, because just remember, guys, energy does not get destroyed. You can only transfer energy or transmute energy. And what I discovered early in my early 20s is that transmuting my sexual energy into a my achieving my goals into becoming smarter, stronger, richer, wealthier, nicer kinder it's an energy, and you can learn to transmute it into being more creative, being more you know ambitious and driven instead of just releasing it through watching pornography ejaculating sex and like through those experiences, which ninety nine percent of people only know that way. They only know how to release their sexual energy through intercourse, sex, watching pornography, ejaculation, all that, orgasm. And what I learned early in my 20s when I stopped watching porn, I started to realize that this truly is like a superpower. And I can learn to transmute this power into achieving my goals. And it's interesting, I started my first business 90 days after I stopped watching porn. This was, you know, I was like 24, 25. And I started to discover this. I started to discover this this strong power within myself that I was able to transmute and transmute up my spine and into my heart and my mind and do more with it. Instead of just releasing it through sex, releasing it through jerking off and watching porn. And it was one of the best discoveries of my life because i was always driven i was always ambitious but once i discovered my sexual energy and how to use it to my advantage you know how to make more money how to attract beautiful women in my life how to just achieve more in my life instead of just releasing it through you know very shallow sexual experiences or through watching pornography or anything like that, which feels good in the moment. And as a man, you feel drained after, especially if you ejaculate because you're using that, you're losing that life force. So yeah, I just started to become more aware. I started to become more conscious of what sexual energy was doing for me and my powers. Um, and it just was one of the best things that ever happened for me. So That was one of the things that I just wanted to talk about. And I could talk about sexual energy as well so much. There's so much to it. But my goal was to share because 40-50% of my listeners are men. And if you're listening to this, and for women as well, that if you want to achieve greatness, if you want to get to another level in your life, I would... Highly, highly suggest for you to learn how to transmute your sexual energy. I would highly suggest for you to, first of all, just become aware of your sexual energy and practice transmuting your sexual energy for six months a year and use it to achieve your goals, start your next side hustle, start your next business, manifest your next partner, you know, learn to use it for. Much more beneficial things than just releasing it through sexual experiences. So, that's I guess the second topic beside childhood trauma that I wanted to share with you guys on today's podcast. Huh, mm hmm, interesting. First of all, I just want to say if you made it this far, I am grateful for you and I'm proud of you. I am proud of you for making it this far. I believe that if you took some of this information that I just shared and start to put it into use for yourself, you will achieve great things in this lifetime. I have no doubt in my mind that you will achieve great things in your lifetime. If you heal your child trauma, if you master controlling your sexual energy. And number three, the third topic that I want to talk about today, guys, is why you should invest in yourself. Why you should invest in yourself. And first of all, I guess I should kind of describe what do I mean? What do I mean in investing in yourself? What I mean by investing in yourself is by like investing in your skills, you know, investing in your mind, investing in your body, investing in your emotions, investing in your relationships. That's what I mean by investing in yourself. You know, I barely made it out of high school. You know, and if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, by the time I was in high school, you know, I had already been charged for trafficking narcotics once. I was a very rebellious entrepreneurial kid. <laughs> um, and, of course, I was dealing with a lot of trauma and all that stuff. And I barely made it out of high school. I didn't go to university. I didn't go to college. Like I said, I barely made it out of high school. I had no desire for any academics. I just wanted to make a lot of money and be successful. That was really what I wanted to do when I was younger. And interesting because I started to read my first book. I think I was like 24 or 25. I met a mentor and he taught me about goal setting and business, entrepreneurship, and all these things. And that was the beginning of me learning to invest in myself. Ever since 24, 25 years old, I'm 32 now, I have read 40 to 50 books a year. And these are books that are suggested by my mentors, people that I look up to highly. And you ask anyone that knows me very close will tell you that I have drastically, drastically changed these last five, six years and in a very good way I I didn't know how to run a business, but I learned how to run a business by investing in myself I didn't know how to invest in assets and stocks, but I read books And I learned how to do it I didn't know how to sell, so I learned about sales I didn't know about nutrition, so I learned about nutrition I didn't know how to meditate, but I learned about meditation so Investing in yourself looks like this. You, 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 you make an investment with your time and your money to become a better version of yourself. And some of the benefits of investing in yourself is that you can, you, know, you can achieve your goals faster. You can achieve your desires and whatever it is that you want from life, you can achieve it much, much faster by investing in yourself. For example... You wanna start a side hustle, you have this product that you wanna sell, but you don't know any marketing, you don't know any sales, and you don't know anything. Guess what? If you invest in a couple of books with your time and money and a mentor and go to some conferences, it won't be about marketing and sales. It won't be long where you know about sales. You understand the concept. You understand closing, negotiation, You know intentional listening, and you have these communication skills. Same thing with marketing. If you learn to go to some conferences and learn about marketing, it won't be long where you know how to market a product. You learn some a little bit about Facebook advertising and, you know, Instagram advertising and Google advertising and SEO and and all these things. LinkedIn and Pinterest and, you know, yellow pages and newspapers and th- there's so many different ways you can market a product these days. Or you could just use organic marketing, which on social media is also a great way to um, make a lot of money. So, see, if, if you invest in yourself, you will be capable of achieving your goals faster. So that's why this was one of the topics that I wanted to discuss today with you guys. I highly, highly urge, urge anyone to invest in yourself. That is what an aware alpha is. An aware alpha is somebody that invests in themselves. An aware alpha is somebody that knows the power of investing in themselves, understands the benefits of investing in themselves. And they do it. They do it openly, gladly, because they can see that they will reap the benefits of this if they do it, okay? So, That's that's pretty much it, you know, like I really believe that, and I believe everyone listening to this podcast is already investing in themselves, already, if you're listening to this episode and you're listening to this podcast, you are investing in yourself, I believe, because you're taking knowledge. I know I have a good voice and this could just be for entertainment purposes, but I highly doubt that. I don't doubt that I have a good voice, but I mean, I doubt that you're listening to this for entertainment purposes. I feel like you're listening to this because you wanna be an aware alpha or you already are an aware alpha and you're investing in yourself to become better in all areas of your life. Um, So that's a couple of, that's my two, three, five, 10 cents on that topic. Um, Another topic that I wanna talk to you guys about, which is really one of the main pillars of aware alpha is self-awareness and the importance of self-awareness and why it's important and how to just be more self-aware. So first of all, like if you don't know what self-awareness is, you're not aware of it. <laughs> self-awareness is really just understanding yourself better. That's what it really is. Self-awareness is understanding yourself better. Self-awareness is understanding your weaknesses, what you're good at, what you're bad at, what your desires are, what your desires tells you about yourself, who influences your decision-making process, you know, who do you look up to, why you are the way you are, that is what self-awareness is. Self-awareness is diagnosing yourself. You know, if you've ever built a business and you need a business plan, like you need to write the a whole, uh, whole business plan on this business, what is it, why it is, what's the finances, what are you gonna do, what are your goals, what's your projections, what's the marketplace look like, what's your competitors look like, like all the stuff. Self-awareness is really just making a business plan on yourself, treating yourself like a business, understanding yourself, your weaknesses, your your strengths, why you are the way you are, what kind of trauma are you dealing with, what kind of childhood trauma did you have, all these things. So that is self-awareness, guys. And my intentions were really not to make this podcast really long. So I'm gonna finish this off right now and just I hope that, these four topics that I shared with you guys, that you guys dive deeper. If you have questions on this, follow me on my Instagram, Aware Alpha, our main page, my own personal Instagram page, Mohammed Safi one Ask me questions, send me a DM. You know, ask me what books you should read, what where to look for on more information on these topics. I can definitely answer also certain things. Um, of course, my time is limited, but I will try to answer questions, you know. I have, we have 90 episodes of this podcast. There's so much information shared with all the guests on this podcast on childhood trauma and self awareness and sexual energy and all these things. So you could listen to all this, and there's so much information there that you could start your journey. Okay? So, guys, girls, women, men, I wanna say thank you guys. I wanna say thank you for listening to this podcast. I'm excited for the next 100 episodes. I'm excited to bring amazing, exciting, you know, awesome guests onto this podcast and continue to interview them, continue to ask them questions and continue to try to bring value to everyone listening to this podcast, okay? And as I finish the podcast, my intentions are for you to truly, truly take something away from every episode. My intentions are for you to truly, you know, take something away from it and implement it in your day-to-day life, My intentions are for you to discover the power of gratitude. My intentions are for you to discover the power of sexual energy. My intentions are for you to start healing your childhood traumas because it will make you a better CEO, a better manager, a better boss, a better person, a better boyfriend, a better brother, a better father in every area of your life if you choose to heal your childhood childhood traumas. So, ladies, gentlemen, I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. And until next time, stay and aware. Alpha